0: What's up, guys? I'm Blair, and welcome to the Between the Lines Sports Podcast. Um, today, we're going to be talking a little bit about ourselves, a little introduction, and the sports teams that we like. Uh, we're going to give you a little background information about um, how we became friends and progressed into the where we are now in our lives, maybe chip in a little bit on fantasy football and talk about the Chiefs and Texans game that took place tonight. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm Patrick. Um,
1: I am an avid Tennessee Volunteers fan, uh, specifically football, basketball, and baseball. Um, Grown up in Chattanooga, Tennessee. uh, My dad took me to my first game, both basketball and football in Knoxville, when I was five. And I've been hooked ever since. Well, I guess I went to my first football game when I was six, but I've been hooked ever since. Um, So I came by it honest, but uh, more specifically, I watch every single college football or basketball game that I can that's on TV. Um, I'm not biased towards any league, obviously. Um, it starts with the SEC because that's the league my team's in, but um, watch all of the games that I can and uh, love college sports. Um, the pro sport I follow the most is Major League Baseball. I'm a huge Atlanta Braves fan. Um, that's really the only league I have a team in professionally, but I have been drawn into um, NFL and a little NBA through fantasy and through friends like Blair. So, But about me, just a huge Tennessee fan and Braves fan. So I will see things through an orange card lens on this podcast, but I'll try to keep it uh, unbiased and discuss things from uh, all point of views.
0: Yeah, and I'm right there with Patrick. I'm a huge Tennessee Volunteers fan, baseball, basketball, football. Um, I also follow the Pittsburgh Steelers as far as NFL – Pittsburgh Penguins for hockey and then the Atlanta Braves for baseball. Um, I'm in the same boat. I try to watch as much college football, NFL football as I can during season. I know it's a weird time, uh, you know, with basketball, baseball and football all starting up right now. It's kind of great after we had a drought for a while with no sports. So it's a it's a new spark, but hopefully things get back to normal here soon.
1: Uh, so me and Blair, uh, we go way back. So we're both 26. Uh, we're both birthdays are just two months apart, but we met,
0: um, playing rec youth baseball, um, in the area. I think we were nine, nine and 10, nine, 10 year old league at least. Yeah.
1: Something like that. So we were actually on different teams, but we played, uh, all stars together and, uh, kind of formed a friendship. Um, Hung out a good bit until kind of high school and then uh, just with different things going on, playing different travel teams, uh, being in different schools, kind of uh, didn't really grow apart, but we just stopped seeing each other as much. Um, but then coincidentally, um, we went. We both went to a local college, UTC, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga, and Blair had a class right after me in the same room. Um, and I would see him every day and so then we just started talking again and then uh it progressed back to the same friendship that we had had so um funny how stuff like brings you back together but that's kind of got us to where we are now um
0: yeah strangely enough that's pretty much the uh the same story for our parents you know our parents are you know best of friends right now they were you know as we were growing up and stuff and it just kind of seems like you know whenever You know, you and I had different things going on, so we didn't see each other as much. It was kind of the same case scenario for them. But, you know, you and I are both out of our parents' houses now, and they probably see each other more than we see each other. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they do. I know they hang out just about every single weekend. Um, But
1: um, for us, I mean, uh, once we rekindled our friendship in college, we really started uh, going to a lot of sporting events together. Uh, I think it first started with – uh, the first events we started going to in person again were some Braves games, and mm-hmm. the summer of 2014 at Turner Field. Um,
0: we just the started going
1: stadium. down. Oh, for sure, I miss it. But uh, we just started going down. We would buy cheap because the Braves are terrible in four. Well, in 14 they weren't terrible. They yeah. kind of fell off towards the ends of the year. But um, I mean on Hub we could get tickets like three rows above the Braves dugout for 18 bucks. So we would yeah. just on a random summer day buy tickets. And go now you can and barely learn. get in the high risers for eighteen dollars at SunTrust Park. It's crazy. Oh, for for sure. But we would go down there at two thirty, stand there for the entire BP session, stay for the whole game. It was a good time. So that's yeah. what we that's probably the first thing that we started doing together. Um as far as when we go on to sporting events. Um then I think also so my we used to have my my dad used to have season tickets to U T football and basketball until twenty fourteen and fifteen and uh doesn't have them anymore, but that's a long story. Another story for a different day. But we, uh, Blair, started going to a few games with me, uh, basketball games in Knoxville. And
0: I think you got season tickets through my dad in 2014 for football, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, uh, 2014 or 15. I can't remember per- exactly. I would have checked my ch- ticket stubs, but I think yeah. it was 14 because my dad, the first year he didn't have tickets was 15, so okay. when we went to the
1: Oklahoma yeah. game and stuff. So yeah, but but yeah, then that also grew our friendship when. Uh, my dad stopped getting the tickets. So Blair and I had to find a way to go to the games and find our own tickets and do all that kind of stuff. So actually, luckily, one of my dad's friends, uh, Ben Hazelwood, had a connection to get us tickets. So whenever I'd want to go to the game, I'd just have to reach out to him and we'd go up. And we actually – the first game that we did that for was that Oklahoma game in 2015. Yeah. And we lucked into sitting midfield.
0: 50-yard line. Section C.
1: Yeah, 50-yard line. Those were – It was a great game, great experience. I was in loss in double overtime.
0: Yeah, I think we were about the 49th row up, too, and we were just under the awning. So, I think there was a chance of rain, and it was already hot that day. It was blistering hot. And I think we walked because we got there early, and it was a night game. I'm pretty sure that was a game we walked over 10 miles, just, you know, walking around campus, Yeah, we around. Josh Richardson and
1: Armani and stuff like that, but yeah and then that was the same game that after the game was over, you almost got us into a brawl, throwing yeah. the home dude into yeah, the yeah, sure did
0: uh that's a that's definitely a story for another time We've, we've got plenty no, it's of a those story right for now. right now, we've got plenty of those for a whole podcast
1: but yeah, so that just kind of our friendship really took off and developed even more when we started having to find our own ways to go to the game, so
0: hmm and that got us to where we are now, so yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, a little bit on the uh, um, fantasy football. We can start talking about that. Um, You know, I know a lot of people, I know like you in particular, you follow Tennessee guys uh, once they get to the pros for the most part because you've never really had, you know, a favorite team other than you followed Peyton Manning and uh, kind of followed him throughout his career. So I guess you could say that was your favorite team at the time. But I know fantasy football helps a lot of people that don't really have a team get – engaged in watching the nfl and you know enjoying it uh is that the case for you would you say
1: yeah i mean um probably before 2012 i didn't really i mean i knew the nfl existed but i didn't care at all like i would hope that Peyton would win but i wouldn't i would not watch it uh i just didn't enjoy it i'm all college i just didn't enjoy it probably also because that's what my dad did honestly like he -hmm. didn't watch nfl and we just did other things on sunday so um but, yeah, probably 2012 I played in a fantasy league that was really just, like, for fun. Um, and I yeah. started keeping up with it a little bit. And then um, when we started hanging out and stuff, I'd come watch some Steelers games with you. And despite your begging and pleading and bribing, and if this happens, then you need to be a Steelers fan. I, I just yeah. can't do it. But uh, – I,
0: I don't know. Dobbs coming back might be a sign, you know.
1: I don't like the Steelers. But uh, – so – Uh, Then I think 2017 when you and Matt, our other friend Matt Sealer, said y'all were going to start these keeper leagues, um, I guess I decided to uh, really start paying attention. I mean, it it makes it fun. Um, It also is kind of annoying sometimes, you know, keeping up Mm -hmm. with it that stringently. But, yeah, it's made it fun for sure. And then just following guys that I really do like. um, Yeah, I mean, it's made it more fun. It's given me something to keep up with on Sunday for sure, and I've definitely (laughs) – yeah I can tell you just about anybody who's on any team exactly I do that before
0: yeah that's that's definitely helped me a lot too as far as you know being more familiar with who's on what team you know especially like after they get drafted or get traded or whatever you know a lot of times before I was real big into fantasy football, I'd see somebody you know on a team that I hadn't heard anything about going there, so it uh definitely keeps me informed and stuff, but you know just from the yeah, you know, I'm very competitive. You're very competitive, so like fantasy football is a good way to still like compete, but not physically compete. You know, because we're not always able to do that. So this is a fun way to to keep that competitiveness in us.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah,
0: I mean, it gets annoying when we're in
1: three. We're all intertwined in each other's three leagues. And yeah. Then you have one player in one
0: league, but the team you're playing against has a player in the other league, and it's yep. just... exactly. so it makes
1: it. But yeah, yeah. it's fun.
0: They all kind of run together i I'll, I'll think I have you know three players on one team and two on another, but it turns out they're all three on different teams, so it's a lot to keep up with, but it's fun. it gives us something to do, but it's uh it's enjoyable
1: yeah I don't know if I'm going to get into it like Matthew Barry or Phil D. Yates and sit there and
0: oh no, I'd have break to get down how many... kind of money
1: <laughs> or I don't even think I would enjoy it that way and breaking it down to where it's a science, but yeah. Um, it's fun for amateurs.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, tonight we had our first NFL game of the 2020 season. So it officially happened. So we're, I think we're in the clear as far as football season goes for the NFL. Uh, the Chiefs played the Texans. Uh, it was at the Chiefs, and I believe they had about 18,000 fans due to COVID. But uh, what would you think about the turnout of the game as far as the score and the the gameplay?
1: Uh, well, first off, it was just great to have uh, the game on NBC because I think Al Michaels and Collinsworth are probably the best NFL crew, in my opinion. I think Roman's oh, good yeah. too, but I, I, just, I too. just like watching in NBC broadcast, but uh, it was cool. I mean, I'm glad there were at least some fans in the stadium. I think it's time for us to get back to filling it pretty full, but uh, mm-hmm. that's another point too. But I thought it was a good game. I mean, the Chiefs dominated. The score ended up being, what, 34 to 20, but they dominated the whole game, uh, Watson and Texans got some points there in garbage time, but uh, I mean, Chiefs pretty much picked up where they left off. They were a little sloppy first couple of drives, but then they, they pounded them pretty good. I think Edwards, Alaire's is a good pickup. Um, yeah, he, good he pickup. impressed me a lot. He looked a lot like how he did at LSU last year when they were yeah uh, making that 15 and zero run. So, uh, I was impressed. Um, I think it did a did a good job. I mean, um, took a lot of touches away from other guys. I think Hill only had – I mean, he had a good stat line, five, 40, five for 46 in the touchdown. But yeah, you, you're used to seeing him getting those downfield balls, a lot of mm-hmm. shots downfield. And I yeah. think adding edwards Alaire's is going to make him even more dangerous because it gives him that running threat. It's not just my home scrambling, so.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I knew, like, any running back I think could go – that could play in the NFL, could go in that offense and be somewhat effective just because they have so many weapons. And, you know, even if you're not top tier, because last year I don't think they really had a top tier guy that could play for or start for anybody else, I should say. uh, You know, they were able to, you know, make do with it. But I was surprised how many carries he had. He had 25 carries tonight. And, I mean, he had 138 yards, so that's a heck of a debut for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, I know. There at the end, I was just watching at the end before we got started, and they gave him three or four extra carries you probably wish he didn't get because yeah. he got uh, three carries for negative one yards and got pounded there uh, by Watt a couple times. And yeah. But, no, yeah. he looked good, and I, I don't know if he can sustain at his – I mean, he's a little guy. I don't know if he can sustain that 25 hits a game in an NFL uh, game, but it looked good. I
0: mean, they picked up where they left off and added more yeah. weapons, so – Yeah, it was kind of nice to see. Uh, I was worried about how well uh, Deshaun Watson was going to play because, you know, he lost a huge weapon and uh, DeAndre Hopkins going to the Cardinals. But uh, I think as long as, from what I saw, as long as Will Fuller stays healthy, I think they'll be all right because they got him and Brandon Cooks and Randall Cobb and they got David Johnson. So they've got some weapons, but you know, they're all, they all seem, everybody right there kind of seems injury prone. So if they can stay healthy, they might be all right, but they've got a tough, uh, four game schedule to start out the season.
1: Oh, for sure. David John, yeah, I was going to say David Johnson, he looked good tonight, healthy for the first time in a while. Mm-hmm. Looks like he might do good with the change of scenery there. And then Fuller had a good game too. I just noticed yeah. that. I mean, when I was watching, he got some catches, but also he's one win <laughs> my fantasy team. So he yeah. did well. Uh, I was surprised they didn't get the ball to Cooks more, uh or at least try to. I don't know, yeah. but
0: yeah, but, but yeah. the the Texans start out with the Chiefs, and they got an l there, and then they have Baltimore next week, then the Steelers and then the Vikings, so
1: those Maybe are all three gonna
0: be tough games that's probably I haven't seen the rest of the schedule, but that's probably that's gotta be top tier for toughest you know opening four games in the league for sure,
1: oh, yeah, that's gotta be one of the toughest four game stretches. Did you watch any of that uh, the college UAB-Miami game or no?
0: Yeah, I watched a little bit of it, but not too much because I was watching uh, the Chiefs. No, I got but... you.
1: Well, I was just flipping it back and forth. I was just going to say that uh, Miami – I think Miami is going to have a, a better squad this year. Their defense looks solid, and Derek King is definitely a dynamic weapon, that transfer from Houston. So, yeah, not going to yeah. say too much about it. I mean, it was UAB. UAB is a solid team, but, I mean, Miami ended up winning 31-14. Just, yeah. Uh, just good to have football, both college and pro, back. So mm-hmm. I was definitely flipping it back and forth. And the Braves, Braves got a big comeback win tonight. Freddie Freeman is a MVP candidate. Just throwing that out there. But yeah, uh, sure yeah, it was, it's just good. It's good to have sports back, specifically football. Um, so I, I enjoyed watching tonight. Looking forward to uh, the rest of this weekend. Looking forward to SEC getting going in a few weeks.
0: Yes, sir. That's right. Yeah, I was real happy to see the Braves uh, come out and still be hot at the plate after putting up 29 runs uh, yesterday. You know, a lot of times when teams, you know, score big runs like that. 29 runs is almost unheard of in baseball. I also see the Brewers scored uh, 19 on Wednesday as well. But, uh, you know, after scoring big like that and coming out and still being able to find a way to win the next day is big.
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, there's only been – I think it's uh, more than – I think it's 29 or more there's only been scored like four times in the modern era since 1900. So that's pretty crazy. But, yeah, yeah the Braves just keep – they keep digging themselves holes because the struggles with their starting rotation. I mean, yep. you've got 11 different guys making starts in 44 total games. I mean, yeah, they got a great offense, but they're going to have to figure out the rotation.
0: Hopefully they can do that before the playoffs. But we'll just have to see. Yeah, having Sirica go down early was a huge blow because between him and Max, that would have been – tough to beat in a, you know, a series, you know, having both. For, them sure, a yeah, for so, sure a best two out of three. Yeah, for sure best two out of three. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yep. So it, it's good to have sports back and, you know, the world we're living in, it's a crazy time, uh, you know, but next week or next episode we can, uh, pick up and, you know, see what sports have happened in between and talk about those and whatever's, you know, on our minds at the time.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I'll definitely, hopefully, beginning next week, recap all the college and NFL, and hopefully everything goes off smoothly and we can just keep moving forward past all this that we've been living in and get back to normal. So, be looking forward to recapping everything that happens this weekend.
0: Yep, sounds good. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Uh, Tune in next time.